Hello, everybody. It is Friday morning. Let's get to it. Um, this is the Tavon Show, the Tavon Podcast, and I hope everybody's having a wonderful morning on their way to work. It's Friday. And uh, in this episode, I want to talk about investing because a lot of my fans and supporters and friends and family uh, want to know how do you get started with investing. So I'm not the uh, average investor, traditional investor. Uh, I don't have a lot of money, but I know what I'm doing or I would like to think I know what I'm doing. So the first step in investing is education. You have to know what you want what sector you want to go into, whether it's technology, whether it's gold, silver, uh, I mean, things like that, marijuana sector. I got pretty much everything. I, I, I diversified my portfolio a ton. I'm in the airline business, marijuana business, restaurant business, technology business, uh, health business, pharmaceuticals. Uh, I'm not, I'm not here to brag or anything but uh you want you want to educate yourself what i did educate myself and a lot of people does this is youtube find a person you like on youtube that is respected trusted and go to youtube and learn learn how to invest your money now i'm more of a long-term investor i'm not a day trader that's something you want to look at if you have a lot of capital I wouldn't say I have a lot of capital in the game, but I'm fairly decent. Now, we're going to go down a list of the platforms that I use and why I use them. And I have watched some YouTube videos that say, well, you know, you want to stick to one platform. And I, well, I, I'm different. Everybody's different in a way to invest. Right. So uh, my first account that I ever had with investing was Robinhood. And that's because it's free. Um. I use M1 Finance. Um, I have a Fundrise account. That's a real estate account where you have to deposit 500 to get started. And the website say you make somewhere around 9 to 12% annually. That is a, a, a large amount of money to be making annually. 9% of your money, that's a steal. That's a good deal. That's better than a savings account, in my opinion. I don't do savings accounts. I, I don't mess with it because I think savings accounts are there for a rainy day. or any, But if your money's tied up in things, you can always go get your you can go sell it and get your money and use it for the rainy day. So I never use that that way to say, oh, well, it's a rainy day. Let me go. Because once you take that savings out, it, it's gone. You got to rebuild it up. And then it's growing at about one point to 1.72% annually. So you not only do you have to build that savings account back up, you're not getting the bang for your buck. Um, I have an investment. Uh, I have a retirement portfolio with my company. And my last company, I just basically rolled over. Uh, they invested in stocks, bonds, ETFs, mutual funds. They got silver, gold. They got a ton of things in uh, my portfolio because I manage a lot of that. And my retirement account has the most money in it, obviously. Um, I invest about 4% on my retirement. And I invest 2% in my employee stock purchase. So the benefit of working for a Fortune 500 company, U.S. Express, 
they are a publicly traded company is they got a deal called uh, employee stock purchase, meaning they take out a percentage of my check weekly and they put it into my portfolio. And every six months, they take that money and they buy all the shares that I can buy with that money at a 15% discount and it buy it at the lowest price per share when I first uh, put my money in. So uh, this week will be the first week. So whatever the stock price is at, by the time they pull my money, when they look back in six months, they're going to see which price was the cheapest. And then they're going to uh, deduct 15% from that. And they're going to buy me my share. So I'm looking to, uh, in six months, I might have somewhere around 300 shares. Um, that's a big deal. A lot of people don't know that. And a ton of people in this company that are drivers don't elect to use that benefit. That's wild. When you leave the company, that portfolio, you can roll that over into, uh, let's say, uh, E-Trade or an Ally Investment Account or a Robinhood or whatever. Also, I have an Ally Investment Account. My Ally Investment Account, I never touch it. I only put money in it and I buy long-term stocks like marijuana pot stocks that are penny stocks. I buy uh, restaurant penny stocks. I buy some of the longer, long-term stocks that I want in that portfolio. That portfolio is a big portfolio, by the way. I have probably about 65 shares in plug. I have about maybe nine, maybe 12 shares of Carnival Cruise. I, that made me a lot of money. Um, I mean, those are my long term. I got M1 Finance. I like M1 Finance because they they use pies. They create a pie. It's like a retirement account, meaning you take all these companies. In my first pie, I have 17 companies. So in those 17 companies, Tesla, Apple, I got the uh, uh, Berkshire Hathaway. I got Vanguards. I got ETS. I got so many things in this portfolio, um, Google and all of these. And in that pie, you create a pie. It's like a watch list, but it's a pie. You can add money to that pie. I added $100 to that pie. And when you add that money, it breaks it down for you of what percentage of that $100 go to each company. It might have 4% there, 2%, 5%. 12% and they just go down the list of what is the best investment and what you get the best bang for your money. And you click submit and about in a day or so they buy all of those shares, basically fractional shares of each company. And you can add money into that pie weekly. So it uh, uh, readjust your pie every week and add that money and say you do. And I always recommend people who do not have a lot of capital, don't invest a lot of capital, do it bits and pieces at times and just forget about that account. Yeah. You want to check on your money, make sure you're not losing money. But, uh, what I did when I first started investing, I was doing the wrong, I was selling and doing too much selling and trying to get money and it didn't work that way. So I'm a long-term investor. I don't have enough capital to be trying to beat the market right now. I just have enough money to do long-term things. So in these accounts, I might have about, in my uh, M1 Finance, I have about five bucks going into that pie every week. 
And over time, that builds up and you make money. My Ally Investment account is more of a big chunk of my money where I might not invest, for an example, I might not invest in that account um, all of uh, June. I added only $150 in June, and that was to buy a lot of Carnival uh, uh, shares. But for an example, I may not buy anything in June in Ally. I might not add no money because that's my big one. But in July, when I get my drill check or I come up on, you know, a nice check for the week, I say, you know what? I have $150 to spare. Let me throw it in my Ally account and just buy more shares than I already have. I might add an extra four or five shares of plug. I might buy more U.S. Express shares. I might buy more, uh, you know, whatever. My Robinhood account. It's set up like a bank. They have routing numbers set up like Cash App in some way, but it's like a bank. I got a debit card. You can spend money from your uh, buy-in power. Uh, Everybody knows I'm in the National Guard who follows me on Facebook. All of my military money, that money goes directly to that account. It don't go to my bank. It It goes directly into my investment account. I can spend that money off my debit card. I use the money from my drill checks to invest in more stocks in my Robinhood account. So everything's designed to keep investing and investing and investing. And over time, you build this big portfolio and you look back in 10 years and you say, hey, I'm sitting on 100 grand. I'm sitting on 50,000. I'm sitting on 30,000. Anytime you have that kind of situation, you're winning. Also, my Fundrise account, I only have 500 in there. I started it last week. I want to see where it goes. It says I'm going to make somewhere around 9 to 12% uh, annually. So that's what I'm doing with that one. I'm just watching that one. Uh, that one particularly, they only do $100 at a time. You can't just throw $10 in there, $5. I wish you can do it that way, but that's not how they set up. So that, that particular investment might be $100 a month. Or it might be $100 every two months because I don't just have $100 laying around with all the investments that I'm in. Um, So that's pretty much all the investment accounts that I have. Uh, I get a check from the VA, which for being in college, they pay me uh, a a certain amount of money. I'm not going to go into details of that. I don't want to seem like I'm bragging. You know, I I don't want to seem like that guy. But that money uh, goes straight to my bank account. And I use that money for investing as well. So with the retirement, the employee stock purchase, Ally, Robinhood, M1, and my real estate account, those are like six. Oh, and I have a Chase investment account. Um, Between those seven accounts, you want them to grow over time. And I use these seven accounts, seven different accounts for seven different reasons also is very diversified very very diversified i got penny stocks and technology i have so many different things that i'm doing so i won't just be losing money if the market goes down i have gold silver things like that so uh if you ever want to get an investment just feel free to hit me up on facebook and i will work with you and show you what i'm doing I've made money. I'm not going to lie to you. I've made some decent money. I made some decent, like actually my ally investment account, it's up 
in the last uh, three weeks, I'm up maybe about $75 in that account. $75 that I just made just by having my money invested in so many different accounts. Also, my Robinhood account is built based off of dividends, uh, yields, meaning you buy certain companies that pays out a dividend quarterly. They will pay you quarterly, whether it's 10 cent, 50 cent, 40 cent, 10 cent, you know, whatever. But you buy enough of those companies that over time buying these companies, you going to collect interest on those companies because they pay in a dividend. Now, what I do in Robinhood, which makes it better, is I reinvest those dividends. That Those dividends do not go to my bank account. They are reinvested back into my portfolio, back into my company, and I keep growing my portfolio. Now, another thing that I like about Robinhood, I didn't even get into Acorns. I got an Acorns account too, but I, I don't even look at that account. I deleted the app. I got money in there. I don't even know how much money I got in there. I just deleted some accounts that invest for you. Sometimes you got to, put a little bit of money in there and just delete it. Forget about it. That's what I, I put like 50 bucks on my acorns uh, about a while ago and I deleted the app and I just said, you know what? That money's in the wind. Maybe in a couple of years, I go look at that account, see what kind of interest I made on that. That $50. If I lose that $50, I lose that $50, but come tax season, I, I still probably got to go get my documents and do all that. But you know, that's in the wind, whatever happens with that happens. Um, Robinhood, I like about Robinhood is they got fractional shares, meaning you do not have to buy a whole share for a company. You can invest anything over a dollar, a dollar. You So like Tesla, right? I got about maybe about a hundred dollars tied up in Tesla and Tesla price per share for one share, I believe is a thousand dollars. But with the fractional share, you have some kind of stake in the company. So when they go up, you go up. So the amount of uh, percentage you have in the company is the amount of percentage you're going to go up when they go up. So you're not going to go up a ton, but I feel like Tesla is on a path to get up to about fifteen to 1600 They might be up there with Amazon and Google and all those things someday. So why not have $100, $200? You don't have to spend a thousand dollars that's what i like about fractional shares i have so many different companies apples alibaba that's how i pronounce it it's a chinese company uh they're trying to move like amazon um i have so many big companies that i just got two dollars here one dollar there four dollars here 13 15 20 dollars there and you build your portfolio based on these good companies that's going to be around are they going to have bad days? Are they going to have bad weeks, bad years? Yeah, it's going to be up and down, but you got to be committed to long-term investing. Uh, there's nothing like selling the company, thinking it's not going to do well, and six months down the line, it's up six, seven dollars, and you just sold 20 shares. You could have been up 20 times six, do the math. So if anybody want to get with investing, feel free to hit me up on Facebook. Um, uh, my email is tavond27 at gmail. That's T-E-V-O-N-D as in Delta at, or D as in Delta 27 at gmail.com. Sorry about that. Um, I'm, I'm very excited about investing. I love investing. 
<clears throat> it's changed my life. You know, I, I look at the world different because I want better things in life. As a truck driver, I drive around the country. I drive through Colorado, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma. Uh, uh, I do a lot of uh, stops in Houston, Texas, and Aurora, uh, Colorado. And what motivates me more than anything, I'm a big house guy. You know, I'm always, you know, I want to buy a nice house. I want the white picket fence, you know. I want a big family. I want passive income. I want this. And when I see these nice areas and these nice houses and these nice cars, I say, man, that that's me. That's where I'm going to be five, ten years from now. N- nothing happens overnight. None of this investment things happen overnight. You're not going to do anything overnight. Now, if you look up in two years and about four of your penny stocks that you got that you invested $100 in, um, I mean, if they if they blow up, they blow up and there you go. So um, that's one of the things to look at. And that's why you want to buy penny stocks. Penny stocks are very risky. But, you know, if you got five hundred dollars to blow, everybody has five hundred dollars to blow. You can't sit there with a straight face and say you don't have five hundred dollars to blow on penny stocks. You can buy five different companies for five hundred dollars and get a thousand shares per penny stock or more than that. I put a hundred and five dollars into a company called um it's uh Illegal Burger. It's a restaurant and they sell burgers in Colorado and they have C B D uh um uh, uh, in the burger, basically, ingredients. And I think that's going to be big right now. They're really struggling right now. They're struggling really bad right now because of the restaurants shutting down and everything. But even before then, they was kind of struggling before coronavirus. But I have uh, 4,900 shares in that company with only 105 bucks. So if I lose that 105 bucks with everything that I got going on right now, that's not a big deal. You, As an investor, you have to look at money like it's not money. It's not money. This money comes and go. Money is just a tool to get us where we where we're going, to fix what we want in our life, to fix our life. That's all money is. Money is very important, but you can't view money like, "Oh, I lo- I lost this." I lo-. The people that come up in this investment game is the ones who lose money. You can't convince me that, "Oh, this guy he made a million dollars investing and all, he lost a lot of money somewhere." At some point, he or she lost a ton of fucking money. Excuse my language. I love talking about investment. I get really into it. Um, you're going to lose money. So everybody has $500 right now to just throw in the stock market. And I'm not saying $500 all at once. I'm saying it, you take a course of 12 months. You can't come up with $500 for your future. Nonsense. Non- I, I always thought, you know, I'm a truck driver. I'm a middle class worker. I'm I'm fairly decent. I'm only around uh I'm on pace this year to be at somewhere around $71,000 a year. Now, everybody don't make that, but guess what? I didn't just start investing and I haven't always made $71,000 a year. I've made a lot less and still was able to put at least $1,000 in a year into some investment portfolio, uh, uh, diversifying my portfolio. You can do it. It is very doable. 
$10 here, $5 there, $7 there. And if you come up on some money where you say, hey, I got all my bills paid, I got my rent paid, I got everything done, and I got an extra four or $500, let me put at least $50 in the stock market. You don't have to put all your money in there. I, I do encourage people to save and have a savings account, although I don't have one. But I would be irresponsible to tell you not to have a savings account. But I don't have one. That's just me. Uh, still live your life, man. Don't be frugal. Don't be super cheap. Still live your life. You go out with the family, have fun, go eat a steak, 4th of July, buy fireworks. You know, don't be sinking all of your money in an investment. Just do it over time. So you can make small mistakes. You don't want to be making big mistakes, especially when you start now. You want to make the small mistakes. So you learn from those mistakes and you can correct it and you can make bigger gains. You can get bigger gains. Um, I really wanted to do this episode to let people know that investing is the way to go. Uh, invest your money, man. I have people that I know. I'm not going to say his name. But uh, he he just looked back and like, man, I really wish I would have been doing what you were doing when I was in my 20s. And he's like 56, 55. He might know uh, he might uh, know who I'm talking about. He might call me and say, man, were you talking about me on the podcast? And I'm going to tell him, yeah. Uh, but um, I, I see it so many times in the, on the YouTube comments where I'm looking at these investors teach. And 60-year-olds and 50-year-olds and 40-year-olds, it's like, man, I should have did this years ago. I should have been focusing more on my life insurance policies and uh, my investments and buying gold and silver. And I should have been paying more attention to retirement accounts. You know, you got people who work at these companies like Walmart and you see them and it's like, man, I, that girl been working here since I was a kid and she or he been working here for the last 30 years. And that person working at Walmart, when they retire, they're probably going to retire with a million dollars. Let's be real. If you go look at Walmart's benefits, they got some crazy benefits. Retirement, stock purchases. They got, Man, uh, I've been at companies like Coca-Cola where employees retire after 30 years with thousands and thousands of shares in Coca-Cola. They go cash out. Retirement is all souped up. They got shares out the butt. They go sell it. They might create their own side gig. I mean, it's not about where you work. It's about the benefits where you work. You got to look at your company's benefits. Your retirement is very important. I have an app on my phone. It's Transamerica. You go to that Transamerica, see what you invested in. See what you got. When you go to another job and you get enrolled, they might have the same investment firm, same retirement firm. You just roll your money over into your new retirement. Don't get caught up in thinking, oh, this is my old retirement account. I'm just going to let it sit there and start this new account and do it. Roll that money over. Grow your account. Stay up to date on things like that. Make your money. We are looking at the long term. And another thing that helps your money while it's in these accounts, investments, retirement, we're looking at 
10-year holds, 15-year holds, 20-year holds. Another thing that helps your money is inflation. When the, everything starts to go up, your stocks go up. It's like it's like looking at a house built in the 1950s. You think that house costs the same today? They probably didn't remodeled it a little bit and updated it. They probably bought that uh, house for little or nothing. But the, they pass it on to their grandkids, and the grandkids go sell it for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. They probably only bought it for forty or fifty thousand. They go sell it for 150. Same way with the stock market. People don't realize that with these investment accounts and these companies. Also, the stock market, they it goes up over time. If you look at the history of the stock market and the S&P 500 and all that, they have went up the last 40, 30 years. Just go look it up. So you got your money and, and you do have... Uh, there is some risk in uh, companies failing. There are risk of stock market crashes. And, you know, in a down market, you know, what you got to do? Go buy more shares. When the price go down, go buy more shares. It's almost like you're at a grocery store and you're shopping with your wife or you're shopping with your husband and you say, um, hey, these pork chops are on sale. They're $3 off. We don't need to buy that because it's cheap. Nobody thinks that way. Or we need to go buy these pork chops. They're $6 more. Let's go get those. That makes more sense for our money. Nobody thinks like that. Some people might not even think at all because they got it like that. It's just pick stuff up. But um, people who are uh, conscious about their money and trying to grow their money and save their money and use that money for their kids and their family, they look at things like, I want to get the best deal on this clothes. I want to get the best deal on these shoes. I'm going to get the best deal on that food, the best deal at this restaurant. I want this military discount over here. I want this, uh, <clears throat> I want this veterans discount. I want this nurse discount, this doctor's discount. You know, I'm a first responder. I want that discount. I'm a police officer. Can I get a discount? We're always looking for discounts until we get to the stock market. I, so many times I see people who don't know anything about the stock market say, oh, man, but the stock market is down. Uh, That's when you buy. You don't buy when the stock market is up and is booming. You're going to lose money. You go look at some of these companies and say, oh, is that a 52-week high? Why would you go buy that company? You wait till everything gets even and it gets settled. Then you go buy. If you don't see it going up or down, then you say, okay, I don't see much movement in the last week or two. It might be my chance to buy it before it goes up some more. You wait till those companies go down. You don't wait till they, oh, we're at our 52-week high. Oh, man, let me go hurry up and get in that company before it's too late. No, just sit back and watch because more than likely it goes up and it goes right back down a little bit and it stays at that little bit. So you might want to catch it right when it goes down just a little bit and go catch it then. But this is some things you learn over time. You always buy at a low and you sell at a high. That's how you make your money. That's how you make your money, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're coming up on the 28 minutes. Uh, I really could talk about this another 30 minutes. I might do another podcast about this. Um, but. 
Uh, hit me up on Facebook. My name is Tavon Hennessy. The last name is spelled H-E-N-N-E-S-Y. Uh, let me know what you think. Let me know if you heard me through the podcast. Hit me up through uh, Facebook inbox. Uh, I'm I'm going to do another investment video probably on Monday. Um, so be checking for that. And I hope everybody is safe. And I want everybody to think about your money tonight. When you go to sleep, I want you to think about your family and say, where could I be in 10 years from now? And then I want you to think about if I would have started investing 10 years ago, where would I be today? And you'd be uh, you'd be surprised at the thoughts you think. And it's never too late to get in it. It just depends on when you get in it. You might have to invest a lot more if you get in it late. So all the 18-year-olds and 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds, get aggressive. If you're younger, be very, very. That's how you make your money, by being very aggressive. Now, if you're older, you might not want to be aggressive. You might want to be a little bit safe and you know conservative, moderate, whatever. But if you're 20, 25, 30, 35, hell, get very aggressive, man. Buy, 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 buy. Buy whatever you can. <laughs> no, no, let me correct myself. Buy smart. Please be smart about it. But um, that's it. We're wrapping up. We're coming up on the 30 minutes. Uh, just let me know what you think. Add me on Facebook. Uh, this is the Tavon Show. This is the Tavon Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.